0: Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to episode 2 of O-Face Wrestling. Today's topic is going to be about NXT and which superstars from NXT do I see having the best chance to become big stars when they come to the main roster. I'm going to focus on one male wrestler, one female wrestler, and then one tag team. And then I also will talk about other wrestlers on the roster and why I did not pick them as my top choice as you know which superstars i think will have the best opportunity so starting with the tag team division right now the tag team champions are the street profits but i don't think that out of all the tag teams they'll have the most success on the main roster i think that will be the undisputed error which is uh right now kyle o'reilly Roderick strong Bobby Fish, and uh, Adam Cole, so I know that they're more of a faction than a tag team, but regardless, they're still a tag team, they're still, you know, they've been, you know, two-time NXT tag team champions, and i definitely seen them coming to the main roster and becoming tag team champions there, um, they're basically going to be the new shield, they're going to come in, they're going to raise havoc, they're going to dominate, and they're going to be cool, and the thing is, unlike the shield, they actually have more of an advantage, because NXT has grown so much since then, because when The Shield and Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, and Dean Ambrose came up, you know, back in, I think it was like 2012, 2013, I had no idea who any of them were, because, I mean, I didn't watch NXT at the time, NXT really wasn't that popular, so now... With NXT as popular as it is, you know, they have a huge advantage. And, you know, when the Undisputed Air come up, they're going to be a big deal. I think they'll probably come up sometime after SummerSlam, which I think is a good time for them to come up. Because, you know, with AEW debuting on television in October, you know, they need some kind of buzz and some kind of spark. And I think the Undisputed Air will definitely do that. Um, Like I said, the Street Profits, I think they'll do pretty decently on the main roster. I just, I just don't know. I mean, time will tell. They're kind of, they've been around NXT for a little bit, and for a while they kind of just were, really weren't doing much. Now they're the champions. I think it's well-deserved. I like them. But I don't actually think that they'll actually have, you know, too much success on the main roster. And the same thing goes for the Forgotten Sons. They're kind of a team that was, you know, limited to just live events in NXT for a while now that are actually getting on TV. I think they're kind of decent, but I don't see them going too far as well. I think they'll be stuck in NXT for a while. And then now the next group will be the male wrestlers. I think out of all the male wrestlers, and this one was actually uh, pretty easy, I think Adam Cole has the best opportunity to succeed on the main roster for a lot of reasons. He's a great heel. You know, he cuts great promos. He has a good look. You know, I think that uh, he's going to have, you know, a large fan base because, I mean, he has the look. You know, the women are going to love him. The kids are going to think he's cool. You know, us adult males like him too. He's You know, he's a great wrestler. He goes out there and performs and puts on five-star matches against almost anyone he goes up against. I mean, you know, his matches against Ricochet and Aleister Black and Johnny Gargano were phenomenal. And you know hopefully he can come to the main roster and you know put on you know matches like that too. It just you know it really depends i mean we've seen lots of wrestlers from n x t come up to the main roster, and only we're allowed to do half of what they did so Adam Cole, you know he can put together five star matches, so just you know it depends on you know who they put him in the ring with and you know what they allow him to do but I mean, I could see you know you know him having matches with like John Cena that would actually be really cool. You, know, you could put him in a match with Kevin Owens, you know, or um, you know, do some of his NXT feuds and have him, you know, ha- go against Alistair Black and Ricochet. That would be really awesome. I definitely see a bright future for Adam Cole, especially with him being aligned with the Undisputed Era. That's gonna help him out a lot because, like I said, they're gonna ha- they're gonna be that new cool faction, and he's the leader of it. So, um, because like the shield, you know, there really was no clear cut leader. You know, for a while, a lot of people said it was Dean, and then there was Roman. But here, Adam Cole is the clear cut leader. The undisputed heir is gonna be a big deal, like I just mentioned. So, definitely Adam Cole. As far as some of the other male wrestlers on the roster, I think Johnny Gargano has a decent opportunity of being a big deal as well. I mean, he's extremely talented. He just doesn't you know have that Vince McMahon look and if Vince McMahon isn't behind you it's gonna be really hard I can see him being the the next Daniel Bryan I think if he goes out there if he works hard if he puts together good matches and if the crowd gets behind him I think he can organically climb up the ladder and they could do you know that underdog story so we'll have to see but like I said he definitely is gonna need the crowd support to help him out a lot you know, he's, like I said, he has the in-ring skills. He's phenomenal in that ring. But we've seen a lot of great wrestlers, like I mentioned, come up to the main roster and just nothing really gets done with them So I think he'll definitely get a lot of crowd support. And, you know, I think part of the reason why he dropped the title to Adam Cole at TakeOver 25 was maybe because they want to bring him up in the on the main roster sometime soon. You know, time will tell, though. And then there's the Velveteen Dream. I like him. Honestly, I do like him. I think he, you know, carries his gimmick very well and he's very much over with the NXT crowd, but I don't see that gimmick getting over on the main roster. And I said the same thing for Tyler Breeze, like he was very much over on the main ro- or um in NXT and then he came to the main roster and was pushed just a little bit at first. He was putting a few with Dolph Ziggler and then he kind of just fell. So, like I said, I just don't see that being a gimmick that's going to get over very well on the main roster, unfortunately. He's very young, though, and he's very talented. You know, if he can evolve the gimmick, maybe, and I think he can. It's it's just all about just evolving, so we'll see. And then um, the last wrestler for the men that I'll talk about is Matt Riddle, another really good wrestler. He's fantastic. He has that MMA background. He has a good look. I think that he has a decent opportunity for success, too. I feel like just me personally, I'm not a big fan of the bro gimmick. I just don't, you know, him coming out with flip-flops and all is a little silly looking. Like I said, he's great. I love watching him wrestle. It's just I'm not a fan of the gimmick. I don't know how well that gimmick will get over on the main roster either, but um, he has a lot of potential, too, and a pretty high ceiling, and I would love to see him in matches with a... other wrestlers who have that MMA experience you know guys like Bobby Lashley or even Brock Lesnar I know um a lot of fans have te- you know have brought up you know wanting to see him against Brock Lesnar and I've seen like the fan art and all that so you know Matt Riddle versus Brock Lesnar could be a great match but that also depends on Brock Lesnar and how- on how motivated he is if he's not motivated his matches can be very boring and usually pretty quick but when he's into something, his matches are phenomenal. Like you see how into he is with the whole Money in the Bank and using it as a boombox. He's he's having fun. When Brock Lesnar is into what he is doing, it usually turns into pretty good work. So, you know, maybe he'll be interested in doing something with Matt Riddle. But then that also depends on how big Matt Riddle gets. They're not just gonna bring him up to the main roster and throw him in a few with Lesnar. He's gonna have to get built up first. So we'll see. But you know, out of all four of them. It's Adam Cole, like he's the total package. You know, he has that advantage too with the Undisputed Air. So he's, to me, he's a home run. He's guaranteed gonna be a big star. And the same thing with you know his buddies in the uh, in the Undisputed Air too in the Tag Team Division. They're guaranteed gonna come up to that main roster and win those Tag Team titles. I just, I I put all my money on that. Now, um, last but not least is the women's division. Now, out of all the women, now this was pretty hard because the women's division in NXT is stacked. It is stacked to the point where, you know, you have some, a lot of great talent that aren't really being utilized just because there's just no room for them right now. Um, right now, my opinion, the female wrestler who has the best opportunity to succeed on the main roster is Bianca Belair. Now she's not the best in the ring, but to me she's the total package. She has, you know, she has the look that you know WWE likes. She's tall. You know, she has that unique look with the hair, you know, that that's the, that's what WWE likes. That's what Vince McMahon likes. And she has a really cool gimmick. I'm not going to lie, like it kind of reminds me of, you know, Sasha Banks's boss gimmick kind of, you know, she um comes out there every day extremely confident. She has improved so much in the ring. Like, I remember when she was just another female on the roster, you know, and then she's just grown and gotten better and gotten more confident. And I'm personally glad they're actually doing stuff with her and putting her in storylines, even after she uh finished up her feud with Shayna Baszler for the NXT Women's Championship. She's, you know, out there doing a feud with Mia Yim, and I'm enjoying that feud, and I think she's talented. She's a pretty good promo as well. She's not great. She still could, you know, there's room for improvement with her promos. But like I said, she has the gimmick. You know, she has the look. She has the in-ring skills. And she's proven she can go out there and put together some great matches. I, I loved her match with Shayna Baszler. And then even her matches with um, Dakota Kai before in the past too. But the thing is, like I'm going to talk about some of the other women too. Um, Shayna Baszler. Her success on the main roster, I feel like, really depends on Ronda Rousey. If Ronda Rousey does come back and they do the whole four horsemen versus four horsewomen thing, I think that will help out Shayna Baszler a lot. I think regardless, when she comes to the main roster, I I think that she'll definitely get a push and she'll definitely be women's champion just because of her, you know, friendship with Ronda Rousey. And she's talented. I'm not going to lie. She's great. She brings, you know, a unique. Style into that ring because of her, you know, MMA experience. You don't really see that from women. Not a lot of women come to WWE with that kind of experience. So she offers something unique. You know, she ha- she is a great character. She's good at doing the whole bully thing. And I've enjoyed most of her feuds. The only feud I really didn't care about too much was her feud with Kyrie Sane. But I loved her feuds with Dakota Kai, Ember Moon, Bianca Bella here, and I'm really enjoying this um, feud right now with Io Shirai, um, kind of hoping Io defeats her in the Steel Cage match in two weeks on NXT, we'll see, but um, yeah, Shayna Baszler, she, you know, like I said, she definitely has a good future, like I said, uh, part of it does, you know, depend on Ronda Rousey and, you know, what happens with her, and also another thing is uh, Shayna Baszler, she's pushing 40, you know, so her longevity in WWE could you know potentially you know play a factor in what kind of push you know she gets I don't know what her future is you know what her future plans are and what she wants to do will she you know stick around for a few more years I don't know I mean if WWE's if they're under the uh impression that she may only be around for another year or two and they may not want to push her unless Ronda Rousey is there so I mean we'll see with that um Another wrestler I really like is Io Shirai. I think she is phenomenal. I know I use that word phenomenal a lot. I love using that word, but she is great in that ring. She, uh, I love her um, high fly moves that she does. Um, I love her entrance too. I love the the mask that she uses when she comes out and and all that. But the one thing that's gonna hold her back is you know her not you know speaking much English. That did you know hurt Asuka for a lot for most of the part um, because I know Vince McMahon likes a promo. He likes someone who can go out there and cut a promo. Me, personally, I don't care. You don't need to be able to cut promos to be a big star. I mean, Goldberg was a big star back in the day. He didn't talk. When Sting was doing the whole Crow gimmick, that got over. Even Randy Orton at one point, you know, he would just come out there, RKO someone to walk away. You don't need to be a great promo. I understand it's a, a good thing to have, but... But, you know, and like Asuka, I liked when she came out there, said a few words. I liked when she actually cut a promo in, you know, Japanese. I thought that was really cool hearing her, you know, cut that intense promo in Japanese when she was rivaling with uh, Ember Moon. I mean, I personally like that. You could also, you know, put her with like a manager or something like that too. But, I th- you think know, like I said, her, her not really knowing much English will, you know, affect her push. And I think her best opportunity is, you know, realigning herself with Kyrie Sane and doing the whole Sky Pirates, you know, thing again and, you know, they could be tag team champions. And I was actually kinda disappointed that EO didn't come up with Kyrie Sane too. When um Paige announced Back in April that she was bringing a tag team to challenge the Iconics. We all thought it was going to be the Sky Pirates, but no, it was Kyrie Saint and Asuka. Wasn't really complaining because at least they were doing something with Asuka, but that whole thing is another topic for another day. But yeah, Io, talented, I love her, but her English will most likely hold her back. Another wrestler I really like is uh, Candice LeRae. Now, the thing that kind of worries me is they haven't really been doing much with her in NXT. She's so talented. She's so over with the NXT fans, and you, you know, up until lately, you haven't really been seeing her on TV that much, and that's been really disappointing because of how good she is, and even now that we're seeing her, we're not seeing, you know, everything that she can fully do. Like, she can go out there and, you know, outperform most other women. You know, she has some really cool moves, and we got to see her do that at the... May Young Classic, and we're not, you know, we're not seeing her do that in NXT so far, some of the stuff that she could do, so, um, and that scares me, if you don't get pushed, you know, on NXT, it's rare to see, you know, you get, you know, have success on the main roster, and, like, I know, like, Alexa Bliss was one of the exceptions not nothing really was done with her in NXT and then she came to the main roster and blew up. So I mean it just really depends. Like I said, I think it really depends on Vince. If Vince takes a liking in her, maybe she will have some success, but like I said, her not having much success on the main or on NXT right now does kind of scare me. Hopefully they do something with her maybe if EO does not defeat Shayna Baszler, maybe Candice will be the next challenger and she'll win it. We'll see. Um, two other female wrestlers I do want to talk about. Actually no three. Mia Yim. Also a really big fan of her. I've been a fan of her for years before she even came to NXT and, you know, she did very well during the Mae Young classic. And um she also, you know, every time she gets opportunities, she does good. She's been doing really well in this feud with um Bianca Belair. She actually uh just recently got her first you know, shirt on, a WWE shop, so that's really cool, obviously, WWE's taking some kind of liking in her, so maybe, you know, she could be another challenger, too, next, um, she has had, you know, she did have a Mae Young match with, um, Shayna Baszler, uh, two years ago, and it was really good, so, I mean, they could, you know, do a feud there, but, uh, Mia Yim, uh, like I said, it's too early to say. Because they haven't really done much with her up until recently. So I, I like her a lot. And hopefully she can get some kind of push. But like I said, I definitely see Bianca over Mia. Um. Then there is Lacey Lane. I am a huge Lacey Lane fan. She is extremely talented and exciting in that ring. But once again, she does, does not get used on NXT TV. She was in that... uh battle royal match at the world's collide event and she looked good there but you know like I said they haven't been doing anything with them and they're not doing anything with them in NXT it's hard to really you know predict on how successful they will be on the main roster last but not least and this is actually my favorite my favorite female wrestler in NXT and that is Dakota Kai Uh, I you know just like Mia Yim I was following her for years prior to coming to NXT I think she is extremely talented. She um she has a pretty you know solid fan base as well. You know she has team kick, and she's looked good in every opportunity she's gotten. Um, in my opinion, she is the cooler version of Bailey. She reminds me a lot of Bailey. Just like I said, just cooler. You know, because like Bailey, um, her gimmick is more of a kid gimmick, I guess you can say, um. De Kai is kind of, but like I said, you know, it's more adult friendly at the same time. Um, the thing that really hurt her was her, you know, getting injured. She's been out for uh, several months now. Hopefully, she's coming back soon. She did post something on Twitter about a comeback, so I'm really looking forward to seeing her in the ring soon. She's the one who I actually I want to see dethrone Shayna Baszler. I think that would be a great underdog story to tell, and you know, I don't think none of the fans will argue about that. So just time will tell with that. But like I said, I just have to go with uh, Bianca Belair as, you know, with the best opportunity. Just because she's on TV regularly, she's the full package. You know, the fans love her. The whole EST and she still does the whole um, undefeated thing. So I think that's pretty cool. I could see her coming to the main roster and having an undefeated streak for a little bit. And then, you know, kind of seeing where things go from there. But, uh, yeah, that will um, conclude my podcast for today. I want to thank everyone who sat through and listened to it all. It wasn't really long. I do plan on having longer podcasts in the future. Um, I am looking for people to co-host with me, whether it's just here and there or, you know, permanent, just to make the podcast more interesting. I'm... Definitely planning on doing a predictions episode next week for the stomping ground pay-per-view. So definitely stay tuned for that. I have a couple other ideas as well for the future. So just stay tuned on my Twitter. And that's it. Thank you very much.